Welcome everybody to this month's uh, roundtable discussion. This is the first time we're having this format. Uh, we will have a half an hour um, and we've got some wonderful guests uh, talking this month on this month's topic of um, serving multi-generationally. That is a mouthful. Um, so we've got Ingela and Mikhail. Um, they're in uh, Sweden. They're with King's Kids in Sweden. In fact, they're in Heineken right at the moment, but um, they're normally in Sweden. And uh, Andre and Nikolai in uh, Rostov and Don in Russia. We're so grateful that you could come and be with us. Um, I'm just going to kick off now by asking um, Nikolai, maybe. Um, yeah, that's another thing that's new for this round table. We're actually going to have translation. So um, we're privileged that Nikolai could join us, and Andre is going to help um, to translate for him and also give him his feedback. So, Nikolai, maybe you can share a little bit. Um, of yeah, some of the things that you learned from the, the, the resources from this month. Ну, я просто заметил, что несмотря на расстояние и разницу культур, которые у нас есть. I observed that even we have these different cultures and uh, huge distances. Мы проходим похожие вещи. But we're going through similar things. И многие истории это просто как взгляд с другой стороны на то же самое, что проходим мы здесь. And many stories that was that I I hear there it's it's like the similar story from different perspective that we have here. That's brilliant. Yeah, I know. I don't know if you want to maybe just mention um, Andre and Nikolai a little bit about uh, your story there in Rostov and. So people the yeah can can understand a bit of your context, maybe Andre or Nikolai. Yeah. Here. Yeah, no, let's I start. I mean, yeah, for me actually it was very interesting to to listen and it was uh, good points, but maybe after I can share a little bit what was my po my points from, from the video. But what we experience here, um, we pass but what's what to say. Three years ago, we was able to pass leadership to the younger leaders, actually Nikolai and his wife, and to the leadership team here. And um, after that, we start to see great growth and uh, many young people and uh, very similar to the experience in Spain with the creative evangelism, uh, with the new approaches to preach to young people on the streets and uh, diff different things that start to happen. And uh, yeah, I mean, I will prefer that he will tell more because they, they're doing it. I'm just kind of uh, chairing them. This was my, this is my main job, probably. Chairing can answer some questions when they ask. But I would like that maybe Nikolai say more what, what they're doing. I don't know if it will be better to do now or a little bit later. What you could do it. You could do it now. Yeah. And then people will understand. Я могу рассказать о том, как там был конкретный вопрос о передаче лидерства. Yeah, maybe I can start um, about the how they pass leadership to us. Let's I will start from this. Yeah, maybe very general, I will talk about this. Before that I joined YWM, I for a long time knew about YWM. Почти ничего не было слышно, а потом... And somehow for a long time we didn't hear much about YWAM. 
И мы занимались, у нас была команда евангелизма, и мы ездили по разным городам и делали что-то очень похожее, что делает Вайва. И потом Дух Святой побудил нас ехать в Иран, чтобы проповедовать Евангелие. Мы молились, что просто была возможность, мы не знали, как поехать. Примерно в то же время Андрея депортировали из Армении. И он решил начать DTS здесь за долгое время. И когда мы познакомились, он сказал, что одно из направлений, возможно, в практике это Иран. Иран. И тогда мы всей командой присоединились к DTS. И мы не планировали оставаться в Иране нас было шесть. It was six of us. We come team of six to DTS, and we didn't plan to stay in YVM. Потому что у меня был образ YVM, не как будто бы это что-то, где ничего не происходит. Because somehow I have this um, image of YVM. That image YVM, it was not, it it was placed, and not many things are happening. Но встретившись с другим лидерством внутри уже DTS. And then when I experience different kind of leadership, I mean, in, inside of DTS, we meet different kind of leadership that... Uh, чем, среде, наверное, Maybe let's сравнивать. say that it was different type of leadership that I experienced in the kind of church circles. That потому, was different leadership. Потому что обычно старший лидер или лидер или пастор или кто-то с позиции Because often the, some senior leaders, like pastor or somebody who have position over you, по крайней мере вот это часто в нашем контексте. At least, let's России. say in Russia we experience it often. I cannot say about others. Да, есть такая позиция, что как будто бы человек доминирует или давит своим статусом. There is like experience that kind of person is dominating, kind of using his status to push you to do something. Но в YVM мы почувствовали другой подход. Когда я могу разговаривать с старшим лидером, делиться своим видением, делиться своими целями, и чувствовать не просто признание, как будто мы в какой-то степени на равных общаемся. And, I, and when I share it, I not just feel that he recognizing me, but somehow I feel that we're talking on the equal. We like, it's like we like equal, something like this. И при этом я все равно понимаю авторитет и авторитет человека. And at the same time, the 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 authority or let's say the yeah authority of respect of this person not disappearing. I mean, I'm still respecting this person. This person still have authority. It's not disappearing, but at the same time we are equal. И это такое. Мне потребовалось время, чтобы поверить в то, что так вообще может быть. And it took time for me actually to believe that it could be like this, because I observed it, but I couldn't believe in it. 
in beginning. И вот таким образом мы поняли, что мы будем продолжать в IVM двигаться. То есть это одно из самых главных. And this way, what this was one of the main reason why we decided to continue to work with IVM. Потому что я поверил в то, что возможно преемственность поколений. Because actually I believed that it's possible to have this um, when преемственность поколений when it was cross generational link happening that it's possible that the young generation taking from the old generation it's not split between generations и то что нам готовы отдать лидерство отдать позиции это тоже было важным аргументом and when uh, and another thing that was big argument to us that uh, actually they was ready to, to to give us the positions that they was ready to give us leadership actually this kind of was uh, win me too so championing the young people definitely uh, yeah going on in, in rostov that's fantastic thank uh, you um сколько сейчас вот можно я сколько сейчас у вас молодых людей здесь да ну сейчас у нас команда примерно 40 сотрудников вообще в IBM. now we have 40 staff wow and how old of them? No, средний возраст это 23 года. The middle age is 23. 23. Wow, average age. That's amazing. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm going to ask um Ingela and um Mikhail also a little bit um to tell us a little bit about themselves and maybe share something that stood out to them from um yeah, from this and then we'll come back to you guys again. That's a great story. I really enjoyed it. Um well we are working with King's Kids in Sweden. I'm the national leader and... Uh, and I'm the son of the national leader. <laughs> so that's really multi-generational there in one family. <laughs> yeah, and you also have started a, a base with YWAM King's Kids Blues. So uh, we work both nationally and locally where we live a lot. Um, so we work with... Uh, when we say all generation, it's children young people and adults together. So we also work with the youngest ones a lot because we work a lot with families and we want to equip families uh, to work together in teams so they really can minister different uh, ages together. So that's kind of the heart of what we're doing. Yes, and that's one of the reasons I wanted to have someone from King's Kids that we all know about King's Kids and we know what you're doing is working with a different generation, but just to emphasize the fact that if we are looking at working multi-generationally or serving multi-generationally in YWAM, it needs to include even that next generation as well. Not just looking, I mean, what you guys are doing in Rostov is amazing and having the average age only 23, that's just phenomenal. Um, but also to think next generation as well. Um, so yeah. Um, was there anything that stood out to you, Ingela? I think you said something about Lisa's LDA. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think to get to know different generations, I mean, I'm kind of one of the older generations in our church because we are working very close to the church where we live. Um, and uh, to really get become friends with the other generations, not just seeing that I'm... I'm supposed to give something to them, but also that they really can give something to me. Um, so to just meet around 
she was speaking about having a meal together, meeting in the kitchen. I think that's really nice having a kitchen church <laughs> around the kitchen table and to see the gold in the next generation. Um, not just see that they are different and that it's a problem, but really see the gold. And that's something that we really speak with uh, parents about the children, to see the gold in them from the beginning and to see uh, what gifts they have and how you can support them and coach them really, really from when they are quite young. Uh, we want to train, <laughs> uh, train the children also to be leaders really early. So, um, yeah, we can see that they can take up leadership very early, actually. You have some good examples from our... Yeah, we had this one eight-year-old girl who, who was part of what we were doing. And then one day she said, why don't we start a Bible club? And we could eat Bible food and do dramas. And we were like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so she came with the idea. She was part of forming it, but we were leading it a lot. And she was coming in with her things that she liked. And, and yeah, it was a really good <laughs> Bible program, especially the Bible food was very uh, interesting to eat and to, <laughs> to find out her ideas about and so on. Yeah. So th thank you for carrying on. I think my internet just went out for a second there. So that's probably why what you were, were seeing when I disappeared. Sorry. Um, yeah, um, Nicola, you um, Andre, you said um, you were mentioning a little bit about, um, and that was something interesting to me as well with Lance and the guys in Spain on the lounge. Um, and what Ingrid just said about the, the seeing the gold and they were talking about like seeing the, the, in the prophetic in, in their youth and like calling that out, calling out the gifts and giving them, supporting them. And I think that if we're in a sort of position of leadership, um, that's one of the things that we need to be doing. Um, what else have you seen um, as a good e example through the resources or something that you, you have found is useful for us to know? No, I mean, from first of all, from the videos, um... I think for me it was important that uh, uh, that a young generation really want to be involved in something important mm -hmm. and that's actually what we observe here a lot that uh, when you give to young people opportunity to join important thing they are ready to give their life and actually they they ready to commit they're ready to to travel they're ready to live by faith and um, do like Nikolai is now organizing project 1040 for unreached people groups in Russia. Yes. And it's like short term, short term outreach in summer training and outreach. And it's interesting because like many young people already actually ready. They, you just call them for something uh, important and they will join. Um, then another thing that we, we need to be honest, open, hospitable. I mean, I just put it all in one word, open, un, open, honest and hospitable to them. And this is, I think, very true too. And then another thing that I, I forget the, I'm sorry, I forget the name of the, the youngest guy from Spain. Uh, he was talking about that uh, this young generation, they not give second chance. Mm. This is very interesting too for me was because, yeah, actually I observe it um, because with this young generation, they are much less uh, position oriented. They really not care which kind of uh, status you have. 
they observe your life uh, and uh, it's very easy to to lose their uh, attention very easily i mean if you, they will they will not just follow you because you are the leader and this is kind of i'm totally agree with it exactly. yeah yeah for me generally when we, we just have short pre-discussion before the recording and i was asking uh, belinda i was asking i say belinda do we have this value in ywm somewhere to be uh, cross-generational because maybe i forget some of our values and then i say no but we're talking about champion young people and yeah of course we have value to be to value all individuals and i think it's it's of course we all generations is important but i think for us like ywam we need to always remember that we are ywam youth with a mission i mean and uh, this is something that we need to remind ourselves and highly prioritize uh, the young people i mean for me i um I, I did LDC right before um, we run the DTS with Nikolai, and actually we had some talks about their coming to DTS when I was doing LDC with Steve Mayers. And there it was great training. And um, they was talking about generation and that you need to understand your status or you need, you need to understand your face, where you are and what God is expecting from you. And at the same time, it was release of new cartoon. It was four years ago. It was cartoon Cars 3. And actually, what I, I highly recommend all YWAM leaders who are older than 30 <laughs> to watch this cartoon because it's prophetic. I mean, it yeah. is prophetic cartoon. And the most prophetic uh, part there, it's uh, when um, it's, they have this voice. McQueen fell behind. McQueen fell behind. And it's actually what happened with us personally when we're reaching 40. Uh, Mikael, welcome to the club. And, and, it's, and it's not become better. <laughs> it's not. And this is reality. And, and, and what I want to say that actually for us, like organization, it could happen. Mm. And uh, and this is the choice that we need we we need to understand what we need to do with it. And in this cartoon, the main idea was that McQueen, great uh, racer, need to understand that his role is different now. That he need to become coach. That he need to become trainer. That he need to become person who will uh, release new champions. And this is what I think we need to do. We need to champion young people i mean this is our value and we need to give them opportunity to lead and i'm i highly uh, i'm very kind of i'm believing in this for, with 100 percent that the older generation need to to take right position i mean we need to stop i mean we need to stop to run dts and <laughs> Uh, we, we um, of course, I mean, you not stop it and just uh, leave it and then it's disappeared. No, but we need somehow, we need look for young people who, who will be ready to take, to take it and lead. 
And so I, I talk with so many YWAM leaders and then YWAM leaders will say, but nobody want to take. I mean, people not take initiative, but actually I'm not agree with it. I mean, people don't want to take when we're not ready to give away. And, uh, and this is true. I mean, when we give, when we're ready to give away and start to become a coach, start to become a kind of trainer to, to kind of to, to change our role, then they will be ready to take leadership and we need to do it how fast as possible. I mean, then, then the longer we wait with it, with YVM, then, uh, higher, then, then, then the higher risk we have that it will be harder to do in the future. Mm -hmm. And this is what we experience here. And I'm so thankful to the Lord that he kind of he helped us with this. And actually we see now this cross-generational work. And it was hard in the beginning because in the beginning, older generations feel that they kind of neglected. They feel that they not need it. They feel it. But now it's already three years past and we talk with, I just last, last week, I talked with one of our senior leader who feel the most kind of neglected in that time. And I talked to, to, to this lady and, I, and she said, you know, Andre, I'm so thankful. And I actually, now I understand and I really enjoy my new role. Mm. I really enjoy that I could be uh, this coach, I could be this teacher, I could. And I, and I so, so excited about see what these young people do. And uh, for me, this was the moment of the day. Uh, I mean, I was crying after that she left the car. No. I was crying. I was so thankful to the Lord because it was kind of, uh, I, I knew it from her acts. I knew that she already not have bitterness, but it was so nice for me to hear these words. And, uh, and it was all generation, older generation. And this is what we need to see. I mean, we need to somehow release them and to, to stop to be a champions. I, I understand that we like to be a champions, but we already, I mean, we become older and this is the reality. And, and if we want that, you know, I was just, I mean, I'm sorry that I talk so much. I will finish right now. I was, when I was talking about this uh, recording, I was remembering, remember one story that happened in 2008. And I mean, I know that in our days, a kind of Russian sport and many other Russian things is not very popular, but, and kind of, it's not easy talk, topic to talk, but in 2008, it was in Olympic games. It was very interesting competition. It was rally running mm -hmm. and, um, and Russia, Russian women team took the gold. But it is very interesting. I mean, if you will have chance to in Wikipedia to check the story, it was very interesting how they took take this gold medal. They was run on the third position. The first runners was Jamaica. And when and but what they did on the last circle, they make mistake when they pass baton. Uh -huh. And they was leave the uh, race. Then the second was Great Britain, and they make the same mistake. And the third team was the Russian team, and they did this correct. And just because of that, I mean, it was somebody run after them, but basically because of that, they become Olympic champions. And I think this is the thing. I mean, passing the baton. Generational work. How how well we will pass baton if we will be able to do it correct or we not. And I, honestly, 
absorbing, I mean, not I'm, many bases, I could say that we have challenge with it. Mm. Have challenge. And I think this was the reason why Lauren kind of uh, changed the create conveners and other things. I mean, it's general, it's general concept that we have this issue. Mm. I'm sorry, I will talk so much. I'm thanks, quiet. thanks. It's really good stuff, though. I really enjoy that. Yeah, it's very good. So I wanted to ask um, Mikhail um, just a little bit about uh, your experience in working and serving multi-generation and if you've got any keys for us um, that you've learned along the way. Yeah, thanks. We, in Sweden, uh, I'm involved in an area with lots of foreigners living in the same area, but we also work with kind of Swedish families all over the country. And in um, when I was a bit younger, we were part of a home group where you had all families, all ages together, where one adult and one child, usually from different families, would prepare the game or the worship or the uh, input or, or the fika, the, the snacks, the, the food <laughs> together, um, which was a great thing of, of both getting to know each other across the generations and also uh, yeah, championing the really young uh, children to do to do stuff more and more themselves, lead how much they could, and always be one adult catching up if it doesn't work sometimes. Um, but then, for us, uh, we have been working a lot as a family with different uh, different tasks. When we grew up, now it's mostly me and my mom working with Kinskis, me and my dad working in schools ministries and drawing in others and also outside in the forest with Nico. And one guy, he came, he came to us, he worked with us for, for, for a week. And he was like, when I came here, I, I thought it would be so strange to work with people from the same family. It, 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 it seemed a bit strange. But then I was like, wow, it's so cool because they use their different strengths all the time and they know each other so well. And that's one of the things that I am bringing with me that if you work with someone that you know really well, you can be very quick in communication because you know how to communicate well, but you also know what will make the other person angry. So you skip that part and you, you, you just, yeah. When you have come past the first um, um, quarreling issues, then, then it's much easier to, so for me as a, uh, as the son in this family, lots of working together, it was that I had to be able to say no uh, to my parents. And, and when that came, that I was able to do that in the ministry thing that, no, I think you're wrong. <laughs> I think we should do it this way. That was kind of the shift when, when we were working much more together on the stuff. And now, of course, I'm leading more of the things and they are supporting um with their things which i'm very happy for because they do their things good still so it's good to to have the best of them but that i get all the good glory and stuff i mean i mean um yeah that that i get to do lots of the work anyway yeah stand in the front line in another way yeah uh, if you talk about this uh, passing the baton I think it's good in one way, but we, we don't talk about that. We talk about lighting a torch. We have a torch and we light the next generation's torch, but we keep on uh, having our torch 
on fire because we are not out of the game. We are still there, but they are the ones leading it now. I mean, we were leading Nikos before, but now Mikael is leading the Nico. We are still part of it, like uh, serving and being doing the things that we are good at, but he's still, he's leading it. So I think it's important that we are not just giving it and then we are disappearing totally, but we are serving in another way. We have a new way for our age to, like you say, Andre, that we are coaching and we have a new, yeah, a new, new role. Uh, I love that. I love that picture of passing the torch rather than a, like just pa passing a baton and going, okay, bye-bye. Yeah. You've still got a role to play. That's really good. Yeah. We still um, have. So we, we're getting towards the end of our time, but I want to hear one more time from Nic Nikolai. Um, if you've got any keys or things that you want to share as a young person talking to the older generation, what would you, yeah, what would you say to us? Я не уверен, что я прям имею какую-то формулировку, что-то сказать кому-то, не знаю. I'm not sure if I have message to somebody. Во-первых, я благодарен просто старшему поколению нашей миссии. First of all, I'm thankful to the older generation of our mission. Здесь локально. Here, locally. Потому что я был сам травмирован тем, что происходило в другом. Because I have some charms from my previous experience in leadership. I think I don't have many things to add to what Andre already said. Because I can say more to the younger generation. Yeah, that's great. No, we can say to the young generation. Ну, в этой сфере я думаю, что я не знаю даже что сказать, если честно. Ну, я просто я думаю, что основное сохранить идентичность в том, чтобы следовать за тем, что говорит Дух Святой, независимо от того. Получилось ли найти коннект с предыдущим поколением? То есть нужно быть послушными Духу Святому в любом случае. I think that if I want to say to the younger generation, I will say that they need to be still, they need to be faithful to what Holy Spirit tell them and the, and the guide them. Not and then even if this connect with the older generation didn't happen, they no. need to, to they need to be faithful to calling. No matter what. Но при этом понимать, что есть принцип, что посеешь, что и пожнешь. But in the same time, time the younger generation need to understand that there is principle what you what you will see sow harvest. И ну сеять старшее поколение то, чтобы хотели потом увидеть в будущем. And the and I would say that younger generation need to to sow these things kind of this attitude to the older generation that they would like to harvest later when younger generation will become older generation. Good point. Yeah. So basically, if you want, you need to sow the same seed um, while you're young so that when you get older, it will, it will come back to you the same way. 
Yeah. yeah. That's so good. That's so good. Thanks, Nicola. Well, thank you, everybody. Um, I'm actually really sad that this is only half an hour. Um, we could have talked a lot longer, um, but um, we're going to stick to the half an hour format and uh, make this a podcast so people can listen to us wherever they are. Um, and hopefully everyone's um, really enjoyed this along with us. Um, and we'll go back and listen to some of the other resources that we have on the, the European Leaders Learning Community this month. So thank you, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.